Fierce Fan Media. Direct flight. There would never be a there would never be a layover from Chicago to San Francisco. Never. Not real quiet. I mean, there might be. The airlines are a mess right now. No, but like typically, I can't even get a direct flight from uh, San Francisco to Cabo right now. That's no, but like typically, when I look up, I I always look up. I always look up Chicago to San Francisco or Tampa to San Francisco just to like ammunition. Right, like hmm. I've got it. I I know, for, but for what your bubble gun? Yeah, look at that, killing people with my bubbles. No, but like my thought process is always like, put this in my back pocket. I'll never put a little it out of my back pocket. Nope. But no, it up. right there. Mm-hmm. But I'll have it. You know. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be Just ready. Way, you never know. Way down your soul. Yeah. <laughs> the time marches on. You know, but like, so it always your direct flight, direct flight, direct flight. So I don't know really what we're talking about other than I want out of Florida. Like I can't live here any longer. The fucking lawmakers voted against hurricane relief for fucking Fort Myers, which was decimated. Isn't that wild? Like, come the fuck on. You guys are definitely like the weird cousin at the barbecue that no one wants to hang out with. Right? Like, for they're, sure. like, yeah. they're like, I hope Florida doesn't come. And then Florida yeah. shows up and they're like, it's like that family member that you hear they're like oh yeah florida's in jail and everyone's like well it's bound to happen you know what are you gonna do yeah and then like shows up to the barbecue and you're like remember that weird piece of pork maybe give that to them like fucking fuck florida like fuck florida like i'm so irritated by the audacity of fucking florida like like the idea so that every, even, everyone shares that. Yeah, I know. But it's like the idea that an, an entire like population of your state could be so completely overwhelmed by your fucking inability to understand that global warming is fucking happening. You can say, no, we're not going to give you any sort of like additional relief. Well, here's the thing. I think they actually voted against it because they knew they were going to get it anyway. And Three of them went on record saying they didn't want to give Joe Biden a win this close to the midterm. And it's fucking stupid. Like, come on. Right. Like, can't we and all just get along for five they're seconds? They're willing to sacrifice the safety yep. of their own residents. Well, right. But they know that they're going to get the money anyway, but they can then go and say it wasn't because of us. So they get to what it, Biden called it out too. I'm digging Biden more and more as, as more Dark of his fucks Brandon, fly away, right? like more of his, like, he doesn't give a shit what happens. He's like, wow, for a bunch of people that don't want socialist programs, they sure are taking that socialist money, aren't they? That's what I <laughs> love that little meme I sent you with the little dog sipping the like juice box. It was like socialism. It was like Florida, Floridians during hurricane season. Like it's so hey, true. But, no, I mean, yes. And I feel bad for the, for the people because not everyone voted for that. And it's, it's really unfortunate. Well, but, Fort Myers is very blue too, yeah. which is, is very, good evening, everybody. Welcome to, we hate oh, Florida. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm Including, just kidding. That's not all we're going to talk about. 
including the resident, slightly not really a cool, like I hate Florida. Like I'm not a Floridian. I refuse to call myself a Floridian. I refuse. I refuse. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> I'm Jackie D, the literary lesbian. I'm Stacy, the new age old school mom. I'm Stacy, the political princess. And I'm Erin, the non-fucking Floridian. <laughs> Like geeky gal pal, all right. Like I fucking hate Florida. All right, more on that later. Um, tonight I am drinking. I'm actually drinking white wine tonight. What? Um, I didn't even know you what? liked white wine. I don't mind white wine. It's just not usually my beverage of choice. But um, I got a bunch from McGrail with my last order, and their white wine is is very. I usually don't like white wine because I don't like the aftertaste of it but McGrail's don't have it. And I have found that any place that does their white wine in the steel barrels instead of the oak barrels or whatever, whiskey barrels or whatever, it doesn't have the afterbite. So I actually enjoy the steel barrel white wine. Look at me. Do I sound bougie as fuck? Sure you do. do. A little bit. A little yeah, bit. But it's, it's cool. Good. It's good. It's cool. So I'm drinking uh, the McGrail Vineyards um, Reserve 2019 uh, Chardonnay. Aged in a steel barrel. Aged in a steel it. barrel. You didn't catch I don't that. think it Listeners. ages in a steel barrel. I think they just like put it in one. Right? Is that like Freak nice. Show with the big like steel like tanks? Is that like yeah, what they probably. do? I don't know. I feel we'll like we'll it's have to ask them next time we go. It's got to do something in somewhere. So it's not, I don't, I'm not a wine. Or they wouldn't let it sit in there. What, what, where do they make the wine? Stacey, what are you drinking? Um, I'm drinking Bonterra, and it's a Chardonnay that I picked up because it had a cute label with a B on it. But then I, like, actually read the label, and it's organic, so that's why it has a little B. Um, but it's really good. See if it uh, gives me a headache or not. Fingers Did you guys hear my dogs it. barking? Yeah. How rude. Um, I'm drinking water. I know. Listen. I'm leaving for Disneyland like pretty early in the morning and I have some stuff I have to finish for work after this and I have to do laundry and pack and stuff. And To be fair, like, she did drink one glass of wine with me last night. I did. I had wine last night. Yeah. One one glass? I yeah. drank the rest of the bottle. She drank a <laughs> glass. Yeah. Step back. And it was How'd you feel wild. this morning? How'd you feel it this morning? It was rough. A little hungover? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Barely so peeled cool. yourself out of bed. Hair of the dog. Or the ah! at Starbucks. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron, what do you um what have you been drinking? <laughs> Listen, I've had a rough fucking week. Yeah, you have. Fair. Okay. So the first thing that I wanted to cover was, as we all know, Derp Derp has been like on one of his wild Ooh. tours of campaigning for whatever fucking reason, even though he hasn't actually declared that he's running for president because why would he because then he has to turn all the money over mm-hmm. <laughs> it then becomes part of campaign finance law so instead he's just oh. going and talking to a bunch of crowds and he said some pretty cra- i mean he always says crazy things right like but it's usually really focused on him and you know whatever that the election was stolen from him but this time he threw um both bushes uh both presidential bushes <laughs> and clinton and obama under the bus saying you know they took millions of documents out of the white house also why is he the only one being prosecuted blah 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 blah. 
Because you fucking set the law, fucker. Well, no. That the only reason I want to bring this up is because we actually got a listener question saying, "Is this true? Did the other presidents actually remove documents from the White House um, and keep them as specifically Bush in an old Chinese restaurant?" Okay, so here's the deal, guys. <laughs> an old. Well, no, okay, but so when presidential li- when presidential libraries are being built, they the National Archives start transferring papers that are going into that library to the city that the presidential libraries are being built. And typically presidential libraries are built either where the presidents were born, grew up, or where they spent the majority of their lives. All right. Like the Obamas is in Chicago. Yes. So yes, Bush's paperwork so the the papers that were eventually going to go into his presidential library were transferred over to a building that used to be a chinese restaurant however the national archives went in prior and this is what they do with every president and they got the inside of the building they set up temporary security they put in vaults they put in security guards they put in closed circuit television they set it up like essentially a vault they transfer the papers there so that they can start making room for the new papers that are coming in for the current president. And then once the library is complete, the National Archive then moves all of those papers into the presidential library. So sure, millions of pieces of paper were taken out of other presidents' collections, but not by them in boxes and stored in the basement of their fucking third home. All right. They were moved to an offsite. Um secure facility that was still run by the national archives and in george bush's case it did used to be a chinese restaurant obama's i think they gutted a uh, a car dealership in the interim so yes what he is saying is technically true but what he is leaving out is the fact that it was all done by our government in the appropriate way it wasn't done in the backseat of a fucking Nissan Altima. <laughs> a Volvo. Yeah. <laughs> and then stored it in their basement. So I hope that answers your question. Um, as with most things Trump says, he takes the smallest speck of truth and then blows it into something completely outrageous and out of proportion and tries to make it seem nefarious when it wasn't. The other question we got was kind of pertaining to this also, which centered around Hillary Clinton's emails again. And I'm going to be very honest. Okay. Do I think, so there's two levels of network servers. Okay. And I got this from listening to the absolute shit show that went on when they were investigating her for 14 straight hours on the stand, uh, asking about these email servers. So the white house itself at the state department has its own email server for classified documentation. And then people have their own personal email servers for their personal emails. Anyone who works for the government knows how this works. Like we have file servers that we save things on, on our our network folders. And then we have our personal ones. Okay. Now, when she was going back and forth, sending emails, was there people in the chain who possibly responded to something that could technically be considered like a confidential topic, maybe, and it was sent to the other server to be clear. I think what she did was wrong. I don't think that she should have had her own private server in in the basement of her house. Like, I think that is wrong. However, and I'm sure she regrets it now because of the fucking uproar that it's caused. However, it was not nefarious. They went through all the emails. There was nothing outrageous in there, not nearly compared to what they had found in Trump's. 
And that was a logistical technical mistake. I don't feel like it was done with the intent to try and hide state secrets as I think Trump was taking these documents to sell them to the highest bidder after the fact. That's what I think. Um, I don't think that was what Clinton was doing. Do I think Hillary Clinton got a touch of, do I think she suffers from what a lot of very powerful, very rich people suffer from, or they kind of think they're untouchable and you know, that whatever. Yes, I do. I, I, I plainly do. And that doesn't mean I don't like Hillary and it doesn't mean I didn't want her to be president. I just think that she probably thought it was going to be no big deal. And it ended up being a big deal, but it is not the same. It's comparing apples to oranges. Um, also because she completely complied with the investigation and turned over her servers and people saying, well, they were deleted. I go through and delete my emails all the time. Yeah. A lot of them, when they recovered them were from her daughter's wedding. Like, I, I don't know, but it's not the same thing um, because they are authorized to actually have that separate unclassified server. So it wasn't anything that was out of compliance, if that makes sense. Well, and um, also I feel like, and then this is going to be me just like sticking up for Hillary because I love Hillary, but like, okay, so you're the secretary of state, right? Like you got a lot of shit going on and you get emails about your daughter's wedding. You're not going to be like, oh, I got to go to hillary.clinton1947 at gmail.com before I respond. Like I'm on a yeah. plane. I'm going to fucking respond like whatever. Like, do I think she was wrong? Sure. Do I think that, do I think she did anything nefarious? Like you said, Jackie, no. But like at the end of the day, oh, fuck, I got to stop saying that. Like, it is just in my mind, it's so like. You do your best work at the end of the day. I do. I really do. (laughs) Except when I'm on Tito's. But like, the, the, my thought is, like there's so much that goes on in a lawmaker's life that you need to stop persecuting them for the small things that they do wrong which end up not being anything huge you know and and give them the wins for the things they do right right like and do i think hillary did wrong things of course like i don't think anyone's perfect but when you compare like her her transgressions against fucking Trumps, like I just can't even imagine like a sane human being being like, well, Trump was better. Like it's just so it's so ins- it's no, so it's ins- asinine. Yeah, yeah, agreed. And all the videos of them like moving boxes out of Mar-a-Lago, like oh right my before God. they went there, like right? it looked like a like, cartoon. Right, like what was that? Was that was that chicken nuggets? I think there was well, no chicken nuggets. Let's also not it forget be. that right. this didn't need to be a huge publicized um, encounter either. The National Archives had requested this paperwork back from him several, several months ago, and he didn't he didn't oblige to right. it. So that's when it turned into that's when it turned but into. What's, this. Can so, I ask? Can I ask you, Jackie? I don't know if you know this, but like, what was the like? Why did he? not give in then like why didn't he say oh because he's a narcissist and he thinks okay. that it, he's in he's entitled to it because it happened while he was in this is what happens when we decide to elect people who aren't familiar with public service and aren't but familiar with how the government works even though he enacted this law that was it's, like no it, he couldn't it, he just because he says something doesn't make it true 
like agreed agreed it doesn't make it true but like he said it so but he still fucking disobeyed this his law i can walk into work tomorrow and be like i am getting a seven percent raise it doesn't make it true okay but if you did get the raise like say you did okay the raise but then like no one else did wouldn't that be like that's what what I think a lot of people fail to realize, and we've talked about this on here before, is there is a shit ton of steps that have and processes that have to take place in government to enact something or make something happen or whatever. The president can say a lot of things, and yes, his words can have an impact on international relations and the stock market and you know job numbers and 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 all kinds of things. But he can't just speak words into law, like. Even if he wrote an executive order stating anything that leaves this house, the White House, and goes into the residence is now ultimately unclassified, that's not a thing because he doesn't dictate what's classified or not. The CIA, the NSA, and the Congress do. So even that law that let's even say he did not, but let's say he actually signed an executive order. Let's say he did. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But we'll give him that. Still doesn't make it true. Right. Like it just, but it just doesn't. What he did was the equivalent of Michael Scott yelling, I declare bankruptcy. <laughs> like you, just, you can't just say something's declassified. <laughs> dumb, dumb. Yeah. Like it, and the, the problem is, once again, it's the people who, the, they're in a fucking cult. Like I don't, I don't know how else to have that conversation. They hang on to any little thing that absolves him from everything instead of looking at what actually happened he they're they're in cults he's a cult leader at at this point in time trump is nothing but a fucking cult leader so um top we're moving on to our next topic alex jones has to pay a billion dollars in damages billion with a b it's actually like 960 and I just want to say it couldn't happen to a better fucking guy. Right. You know, like, <laughs> it could not. And I, listen, I know it's excessive and he's never going to pay that because his net worth was nowhere even close to that. And his parent and company's net said, worth was nowhere close. He's a fucking podcast. I'm not paying it. Yeah. yeah. Right. I hate him. But the fact that this now, anytime he goes to make money, It'll have to go to, it'll have to go to these parents. Anytime Mm -hmm. he tries to cash in on any investment, any profit is going to have to go to these parents. And for the hell, the absolute living hell that he has put these people through, it's fucking worth every goddamn penny. And I hope he feels it indefinitely. I would rather see this actually than him go to jail and be a martyr. I would yeah. rather see him anytime he tries to make a dime that it has to be paid out to these poor, poor people. You know what? He didn't even have to get involved in this. Like that's, that's what's mind blowing about it. He was so desperate to become relevant that he attacked these parents. Hey, he didn't have to lost say any of that. first graders. And he didn't have to harp on it for the last hour of many years. Right. I just don't understand like what, what was his fucking end game and all this like, it just makes no sense to me. Like You're giving him a you, lot of credit to have like an end game. Well, he's well, just like yeah, a conspiracy theorist. It was well, just yeah. to drive up views at the to, moment. Yeah, trying to make but money. I just don't understand. Like, I guess because I don't have that mindset. Like, because you're not. I've never crazy. wanted to take someone's sadness and heartache away 
in a negative way or in like, like make money off of it right like I've never like of course like if you're if you're if you're grieving and of course I want to help you overcome that but I don't want to just take it away and be like whatever you're feeling is is false because xyz like i've never fucking wanted to do that like what kind of fucking horrible human being is this the guy, guy that like, now has to pay 968 yeah. million dollars like, will he will it ever get paid will it ever happen like fuck this piece of shit he needs to be just i i honestly think if you look at like, it i don't think any Thanos of those parents snapped off the i don't think any of those parents world. intend on getting paid it's no. not about the money for them it's about silencing him indefinitely mm-hmm. because now any profit that he earns has to go to them has to go to them yeah so i don't i don't think any of them are banking on the but idea do you really that they're think it'll silence him it. i don't No, i think he's one of those people that's like Oh, the moon landing didn't happen. 9-11 was staged. Like mm-hmm. he's one of those people that's like it's really into those, like the government's hiding stuff. So and whether he believes it or not, if it's just for views or what, I feel like he's gonna keep doing that kind of stuff and be like, okay, like my wages are gonna get garnished when I have to pay taxes or when I get my tax chart, like whatever. And it's not gonna, he's gonna be like, Oh, that sucks, but I'm still gonna keep doing what I'm doing. Right. But he'll never make money off of it now. Yep. Yeah, he won't turn a profit. And he yep. even tried to declare bankruptcy. Um, uh, to avoid I <laughs> he's tried to declare bankruptcy to avoid having to pay any of the damages, but he's not going to be able to to avoid it because there's civil charges. Like mm-hmm. they they will garnish his wages and divide it up if he tries Good. to write a book. If he gets speaking fees, any of that is going to go to these all those shitty vitamins he was trying to sell on yep. Infowars and stuff. I just. And you're right, Aaron. How do you how do you look at a a group of people that lost their first and second graders to a mass shooting? They they retrieve their Mm -hmm. seven year olds with bullet holes in them and tell them you are all faking it. It was actors. None of this actually happened. Your your pain is fake. To the point where Mm -hmm. if you listen to these parents talk, they were going to the graves of their children and people were pissing on their graves and and spray painting their children children's graves these innocent little babies uh because they believed alex jones and now he will have to pay for that for the rest of his life and i find it fucking delightful those fucking horrible human beings that believe this fuck Mm -hmm. like i know they don't listen to us but it's just not I just don't understand that type of human being. Like I'm, I'm real emotional tonight. So they're I'm not really human cry. beings. They're fucking. But monsters. it's like, how can you fucking listen to someone and be like, your family member, your loved one, your child? You yeah. want to know the honest truth? Why people are capable of doing that? Because the idea of wrapping their head around a, a second grader with bullet holes in them mm. is too much to handle. The idea that that could happen to their own child or their own grandchildren because of this country's perverse addiction to guns without regulation has led to this. That That's why. They can't make sense of it. So it's easier to, to, it's the same reason that climate deniers believe it. The idea of climate change, of our planet literally imploding is too much. So instead of trying to figure out how to help, they just put their hands over their ears it's not even just that though too it's the money from the nra yeah this thing can't have been real because Mm -hmm. then people will want to have stricter gun laws well and because people are so selfish 
in their heads, they think, well, I know a ton of gun owners and they would never do that. So it can't be true. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. It sucks. It all sucks. Yep. It's awful. So way to go. Rotten hell, Alex Jones. Like yep. seriously, rotten fucking hell. And I hope you're miserable every day. For and the like, rest of your what life. a like, what a fucking awful piece of shit he really is. <sighs> like, goddamn, like, fuck you, Alex Jones. Like, not only are you a fucking ugly piece of shit, but like, now you're just like a piece of shit. Like, you're just like a piece of shit. I fucking hate him. What yep. a dick. Yeah, he's awful. Uh, all right, pop culture. Wait, wait, wait. Can we talk about one little thing before we do this? Sure. Can I interrupt with one thing? Yeah. Did you guys watch my favorite TV show, The January 6th Hearings? No. Love that. Love okay. that show. I- it's just like, uh, I won't go into lots of the stuff, but I really just wanted to talk about, did you at least see the clip? I think you sent it to us too, right, Erin? Uh-huh. Of Nancy <laughs> Pelosi. When she said, I'm going to punch him and then I'm going to go to jail, but I'm going to punch him. I'm going to punch him. I'm going to go to jail, but I'm going to be happy. I'm going to be happy. <laughs> I same Nancy I, Pelosi same. I just like I could not have loved that anymore. Not all heroes wear capes, right? right? <laughs> she was really God. doing Lord's work that day. But like the idea, the idea that like these fucking shithole Republicans have been saying for months that she never did shit. And oh my God, watching her wheel and deal and on the phone with right. governors and. Right. Yeah. Right, we have proof that she was she was there making shit happen. She was making shit happen. Mm-hmm. She was begging for some sort of protection for the Capitol. Meanwhile, the look on her Donald face Trump when they is said watching fucking TV. I know. Fuck you, Donald. And Trump. that they knew, and that in that moment, she said they knew that it was him that was encouraging all of it. Right. And the fact that she, the look on her face when they told her. That the members were ha- putting their gas masks on. That was really sad. Right. Right. It was like. She looked she, terrified for like a split second. And then she just moved into like. Right. Don't get me wrong. Do I think Nancy Pelosi. Not has perfect. reached her expiration date. Yes. Like her do I think that she needs to step aside for fresher milk? Yes. But. At the end of the day, <laughs> I really think she stood up for America because she takes her oath to the country seriously. Yeah. And I just can't even imagine just being there. And like she was there in with the fucking Republican ass Mitch yeah. Mitch McConnell Mc- was McCall. right there. Mc- Mc- was right there on the fucking phone with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never He's hear fucking- his name and don't hear Stacy saying it. Or Gene. McConnell. McConnell. Like, <laughs> like and, and you and fucking Kevin. What was his name? Kevin. Kevin McCarthy. Fuck that dickwad. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even want to remember his name. That's how much he does not mean to me. But like, perfect. Like here, these fucks are there, listening mm-hmm. to her making this fucking call and they have the audacity the male audacity yeah to say she didn't do anything she didn't do shit yeah i'll tell you what there's a there's a warm spot in hell for you fucks and i hope you fucking rot in it i want my ringtone i want my ringtone to be her saying 
I'm going to punch him and I'm going to get him in jail. I'm going go to I'm I'm gonna gonna be, be happy. happy. Be, it's okay. like, what's that, uh, what's that audio, that yeah. snippet that's like, yeah, I killed him. And then I walk, I, I don't know why they're saying he couldn't walk. He could walk. He walked down <laughs> to the basement and I. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's yeah. That's what I want. I want Nancy Pelosi's like fucking. I want someone to be able to on my gravestone press like a button and it'll be her saying, "Yeah, I punched him. I would I would punch him, and I yeah I'd be happy about it, and I would go to jail. <laughs> I want punch the button." All right, what uh, uh what do you guys got going on in pop culture? <sighs> Taylor if you Swift. You fucks aren't watching Bad Sisters. I don't know what's wrong with you. I don't I'm, know what's wrong with you. I'm not, but it's on my list. But hold on. Oh, the fact I'm that it's just so on your list is just like disgusting. By the Taylor Swift, like so many <laughs> times we think we're getting things, but then this weird, like on Amazon, there's gonna be a thing during football. What is she doing? Is she coming out during friggin' Amazon football? Like, fingers crossed. I don't know where she's going with this one. Confused. I'm concerned. To the moon, bitches. To the midnight moon. I'm confused and concerned. And I don't Listen, know. at the end of the day, Taylor is going to fucking wow us with with whatever happens. No, I just don't know. Well, and we I can think, definitely expect oh. from Taylor Swift is to not to know that we never know what to expect. Right, that's true. Are you guys watching House of the Dragon? No, because I'm watching Bad Sisters. Wow! Wow! I don't even know what Bad Sisters is. I told you about it. That's why I gave you my Apple login, you dick. Oh, is that the one with the girl yes! from? Oh, oh okay. that it has the it has the girl from. Uh, what's that show I really liked? Any catastrophe? Anywhere? Anyone? Anywhere? Yeah. Oh, that you should watch catastrophe also. Okay, first of all, anything with Sharon Horgan in it, I have consumed. Like catastrophe, this this way up, this way up. Yeah, that one. Anything I'm with so Horgan, intrigued by how you fixate on on actresses. I'm sure they are as well. Like you've moved on from uh, what's her name, Jennifer Aniston. Well, Who's and that? like and Kate Winslet and no, but listen, they're their own. Kristen, uh, uh, Kristen, Kristen, Jennifer. <laughs> who's Kristen? Jennifer Aniston will always. Uh, Kate Winslet always mm-hmm. space in my heart. Sharon Horgan liked one of my tweets people this is big she knows me she knows me she Did, loves me you've had tweets it. liked by her and taylor jenkins reed yeah it's it's i mean i'm a thing i'm a, like a person i'm a thing Jeez, we, we does anyone have any actual news about pop culture besides just what you're watching um, um i mean a little bit <laughs> go okay. stacy I'll give you I'll give you one piece of news is that McDonald's is bringing back the 80s buckets for Halloween and I'm oh, excited. excited. I don't know what that is. What does that the mean? The little buckets, it's like a pumpkin a Halloween and a bucket. And like a goblin. I don't know what that is. And you get your happy meal in it and, and then, then you use it to trick or, trick or treat. treating. It's your trick or treating bucket. Uh, and they're very simple and cute, mm-hmm. but they were around in like the late 80s, early 90s. Mm-hmm. And so they brought them back and so like very exciting cuz usually the toys lately have been total garbage in the past like six or eight years have been garbage i've got something about um, pop culture the other thing 
Go ahead, Stace. No, no, go. Um, the other thing, and I, I hate to take it back to what I'm watching, but did Hold you guys it. already talk about it. Dahmer? No. I can't. Okay. I can't watch it. I have it's mixed so feelings. So I watched it. I actually ended up watching it twice because Kai what? wanted to watch it too after I had already watched it. I think that Evan Peters is fantastic. He's yeah. an amazing He's, actor. He did a Emmy great award job. Emmy award winning. Emmy award yes. winning. He obviously can play multiple roles and he like the accent, the mannerisms, all the things. He did a fantastic job. Um, but I don't think that people should be like fangirling over Dahmer instead of Evan Peters. Like I get if you're like Evan Peters is so great. Like he did this. I'm going to go watch all his stuff. Sure. But fangirling over Dahmer and getting like the Dahmer t-shirts and the sticker on the back of your car. Right. And like all this he was stuff. a real person. These he were was real a, I mean, horrific really human beings. People. Like he's a fucking. I got. So I wanted to watch it because of him and because of. um. Uh, oh my gosh. What's her name? Uh. Molly Ringwald's in it. Yeah, not her though. Uh, she plays okay. the neighbor. Why can't I think of? Oh, I don't know her name. But uh, to like, what kind of sex is that? Yes, she's a hero, but they portrayed her very differently in the show, in the documentary. Right. We're gonna call it a documentary because I don't think that it should be like a show, like for entertainment value. I think it should be a, a documentary on what happened and educating right. yourself on like the history of what happened right not uh fangirling over Nash. Nishi Nash yes yeah and I wanted she to was watch not it. the hero yes she was a hero but she didn't live next door to Dahmer the real person didn't even live like where they portrayed her to live Oh, oh, sorry. I got a message. Um, so she, yes, she's the one that found the one boy that, um, like he had and that the police released back to him. I don't know. You like to watch the show. You know what I was talking about, but like he had drugged a kid, the kid ran out of the building, the police found the kid or actually this lady found the kid and the police came and investigated and released the kid back to Dahmer because he was too drugged to defend himself. But this lady did not live next door to Dahmer. That like wasn't the one in the show. first episode, right? No. No, that's no, when that's he gets, the guy that he, actually like, gets got caught. caught. Yeah. So yeah. I watched that and it like, I didn't love it. And then when I had to turn it off and stop watching was when his dad is in there and they're explaining all of the stuff that the, like the cops are explaining to him all the stuff they found. And I was like, yeah, I think I'm done. I, I'm tapping out. Like, <laughs> I just, it's hard to watch. He does some horrific stuff and there were kids. I mean, the kid that I'm talking about was 14. Yeah. So, I mean, it's very uh, sad. It's very gross, but I, I hate the parts that they changed. And that was one of them is everybody's like, oh, this next door neighbor is the hero that saved the day. Yes, she did pursue like getting him caught but she is not the person that they portrayed her to be. And I wish they had stuck to the truth of her story mm -hmm. because now people are going to write her off when they find right. out that that's not really how it happened. They're going to be like, mm -hmm. oh, this lady wasn't even real. She was real. Right. It just didn't happen like it happened in the show. Um, so I, I hate when they change stuff around to be like way different. Um, but other than that, I think if you can stomach it, watch it. Please don't fangirl over no, Dahmer. Fangirl over right? Evan Peters. It's gross. I, He's a horrible human. I've read 
about four, four, no, four books about Dahmer. So I'm, I'm hesitant to see this. And I love Evan Peterson. Like, I think he's phenomenal. Um, I'm nervous about what they're going to turn Dahmer into because Dahmer, in my opinion, my opinion, someone who reads a lot of serial killer books and information, I think he's the worst of the worst. Like he's, he's awful. Something was so terribly broken in that man that is not... I think he's the closest to evil and monster that we can get as like a human species. And I'm not saying that other people haven't been as bad. He was just so prolific and is so famous that I, it makes me nervous to watch this because I don't want to see what they've changed about the storyline to make it more digestible. Right. To the right. It's, it's really just Evan Peters doing a great performance is like the main yeah. reason to watch it. I did learn a couple of things about like, um, I thought he killed men and women. It was strictly just men. men. Just men. Um, and um, I'm not going to go into detail on some gross nope. stuff. Some stuff he did was interesting. Of, like what he yeah. was trying to do. Interesting is probably not the right word, but it was something I didn't know about before. And also um, that in the end, they one guy bought all of the stuff. They were trying to auction off all of the stuff out of Dahmer's apartment. And like his, some of his childhood stuff, his dad wrote a book about his life and they were able to, one guy actually bought all the stuff and don't, and like way overpaid so that the money would go to the families. I thought oh, that wow. was really cool. And they actually in court were able to make a ruling that, um, all the money from the book that his dad wrote would go to the victim, the victims families. I thought that was really cool. Um, so nobody can make money off of what he did. All the money goes to the families. Like whatever happens, the money goes to the families. And I thought That's that good. was very I cool. think the most terrifying thing about Dahmer, uh, as opposed to other serial killers, was how charismatic and like believable he was to fit into society. That's that's I think what's the most terrifying. One of the reasons I think the movie Halloween is so scary. Oh. Like I, I think Halloween is the ultimate scare movie. Same. It, and I, I think because it seems realistic to me, yeah. like some, somebody being kind of like cast aside and put it. So Dahmer to me is like a real life version of that, who yeah. he's, he's so in tuned. I, I mean, obviously he's a psychopath, right? Like I'm not yeah. saying he's a normal human. He's obviously a psychopath, but he has memorized and studied how people should react and the things that they like so well. That's what that they do. That's what psychopaths I know, do. but he's he's good at it. Like and you he was look good at, looking, so that helps. Yeah. So you look at some of the other prolific serial killers, and you can always, even by looking at them, you're like, something's fucking off with that person, that guy. Yeah. Like, because 99% of serial killers are men. Something's off with that dude. Jeffrey Dahmer, yeah. you would not have thought that. Like, even Ann Rule, who is probably the most famous crime story tell her, tell her of all time she she sat next to him in an emergency line for months it wanted to introduce him to her daughter no no idea what a a serial killer dude when they're charismatic like that like i one thousand percent would have would have fallen for ted bundy ah yeah i'm sorry i'm talking about ted bunny and ann rule 
Not Jeffrey oh, Dahmer. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about yeah. Ted Bundy. Because I was going to say, yeah. I don't think Jeffrey Dahmer was super. I mean, enough. No, no, no. To get I'm talking about Ted Bundy. Is Ted Bundy the Zac Efron movie? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There was some interesting things with Dahmer too. Like he wasn't bullied in school. No, he had a normal childhood. Yeah. So he, it's, well, it reminds me kind of the Columbine kids. That that's what I either, thought. So right. like, that's what I thought when, um, cause like I said, I only watched like part of the first episode, but when his dad was like telling the police, like when you told me like I needed to come down here because he was involved in like, uh, like suspected homicide. Like I assumed he was the victim. Right. Like, yeah, but at the same time, his dad starts admitting to the red flags he saw. Mm-hmm. And once he starts, he realizes how many red mm-hmm. flags there were. But his dad also encouraged him to take up his interest in taxidermy mm-hmm. at a very young age. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we didn't know at the time that killing small animals or being fascinated with small mm-hmm. animals, like torture and all that, that kind of stuff, was a red flag. So yeah. when he was interested in this stuff, his dad totally encouraged it and was like, you mm-hmm. need to run with that and, and do that, you know, like as a career and stuff. So I thought that was interesting too. Yeah. Dahmer, I'm, Bundy, I'm just they're afraid. Awful. I'm afraid there's going to be a bunch of little kid Dahmers for Halloween right. this year. And I really hope that's because not. Because I thing. feel like they're, they're making him out to be like this interesting, cool person instead yeah. of a horrific killer. Yeah, totally. Well, the same kind of thing happened with uh, Manson, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, Manson never actually killed anyone. Yeah, it was yeah, all of his women. People. Yeah. Well, and some men, but yeah, I mean, like you, you talk about these charismatic. I don't. We could, we could do a whole episode on serial killers, but yeah, we could. Yeah, Dahmer. The brutality that lived in him is just. I I don't even when people are like, oh, he was an animal animals don't even right do that kind of stuff like that it was he, he was prolific and uh, horrific like Dahmer Dahmer's the worst of the worst zero sympathy and empathy none. zero none and I know that's character characteristics of a psychopath or sociopath so it makes sense but yeah. it's very like but it's obvious. so rare that they mimic it so well him and Bundy mimicked it very 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 well right and btk do you know that show that has what's his face in it that guy you know what i'm uh, talking about yeah obviously yeah uh what's it called information yeah. what's it called netflix help me what's it about they go and interview Who's the guy the serial mine hunters yes did they interview bundy and all that or was that not enough that wasn't further enough so it was earlier than bundy okay. That okay, this, cool, cool. That Mindhunter started, but yes, the the behavioral analysis unit has interviewed. Okay, Bundy. so that will probably be part of their series eventually. Mm. I think if you watch Dahmer, you need to immediately afterwards watch the Dahmer tapes that came out because mm. it lets you That's know him? some of the stuff. It kind of takes away the like Hollywood like glamour of the show. That's when the behavioral analysis back unit to, interviewed him. Okay. I have a real hard time. It brings you back to like, oh, this guy's an actual human that murdered people. It's not a TV mm-hmm. show. I have a know? real hard time with serial killer things, as Jackie will tell you, because when I tried to write serial killer shit for our books with vengeance, <laughs> plug, 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 um, I failed phenomenally. Yes, but 
my thing is that I have no you idea. You tried though. Well, I tried, you know, it was a valiant effort, <laughs> but um, I deleted it, but yeah, you tried. You re- rewrote the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even realize I was just swiped up the face of the. the well, you kept player. saying, I feel, I feel no. <laughs> That's a real hard thing for me to. I know, honey. I'm a little fishy. Like, I know. People don't feel things. They mm. feel psych psychopaths feel things for themselves. They don't feel for others. Right. They feel yeah. their own needs and they feel they can even connect with people like I'm attracted to that person. I want to get to know that person. They don't have empathy for other people. Right. That's what they lack. They don't have that empathy. Is- they don't have guilt. Right. They don't have like I- there's no love. They can love though. That's they can me. feel they can feel no, attachment it's obsessive. Well, but it's different. Well, that it's I an obsession. I'm, I'm very. <laughs> they're they're the closest thing you could get to like an an actual animal, like a a polar bear or something. Like, but not even that's true because they don't feel any sense of connection to their own offspring, whereas animals in the wild will. And mm-hmm. em- animals have empathy too when it comes to like protecting the weakest in their pack or like whatever. That's not a thing. But that like, felt, like his dad and his grandma were like the more important people in his life. He mm-hmm. felt for them enough that like he he wanted them to accept him. They he wanted them to like like he knew like that's my family member. I protect them. Kind of like they have feelings. They don't have like empathy. I can't think of another way to explain it except for empathy. They no, don't right. think of the feelings of others. Yeah. yeah. So like they lack that kind of feeling. So they form like, attachments to people because yes. it borders on obsession and a need to protect. Because mm-hmm. I also think in Dahmer's case, I I think his need to protect his his attachment to his dad and his grandma was also based in people that could protect him. Right. That could before be he could actually protect himself when he was younger. Like he, yeah. he had this it was a survival instinct almost that he needed to cover. I, I, I don't know, it, but you're right. It's just, it's a complete lack of empathy. And I right. know some people are like, oh, well, I know this person. They don't have any empathy. No, you don't. Yeah. You, not not to this level, right. like not to this extreme. Some people may struggle with empathy, but not <laughs> avoid of it. They understand what it right. is. They, you know. Right. It's bonkers. Um. The one thing I want to talk about pop culture. Yeah. Hello. Holy crap. I know. Y'all ready? No. I don't, this. Okay. Cause this oh, Kanye West making his anti-Semitic. Oh God. Right. Like saying that Jews better watch out because they're on DEFCON three and that he's in like the, his targets. Like, come on. Explain this, this because I don't know what you're talking about. So Kanye West went on this kind of triad or triad that said that like, Jews were his next target and they should all pretty much be extinguished. And here's the thing. If he was a if he was a female celebrity, he would 100% be in a conservatorship. Mm-hmm. Like this right. man, like I, I'm not even hating on Kanye West here. This man needs help. Like he he yeah. truly he needs to be to be probably put into intensive psychiatric medical care for a prolonged period of time until they can figure out exactly what's going wrong with him and balance out his meds. So I'm not actually making fun of him. He, he needs help. Yeah. But these, these racist 
diatribes that he goes on are are mind boggling. It's I, I don't know. I almost part of me almost feels bad for him because he seems so just out of touch with humanity, like just pure humanity that it's it's really sad. But I mean, no, he should he should if anyone should be in a conservatorship, it should be Kanye West at mm-hmm. this point. Cause he's a, he's fucking rogue. Um, well, and it wasn't like, he just said so many things like, yeah, he just, he said a lot. Are you looking at it right now? Yeah. I'm trying to look back. I wanted to get his, um, his like actual like quote, this was on Vox. Um, so he said, um, this was after like Diddy respond to responded to and like was trying to reach out like he was concerned about Kanye wearing um the White Lives Matter shirt at uh why would he do that? What is- we- no. And so um <laughs> so he told Diddy that he was focused on selling his merch and then he said, I'm gonna use you as an example to show the Jewish people that I'm you told me to call that no one can threaten or influence me. So then during that interview, um, in that, um, uh, he was, um, he linked a Forbes article where he was talking about Elon Musk buying, um, Twitter and that he'd be able to like go back on Twitter. And so he was talking about like the, the quote was in reference to him getting back on Twitter. And he said, I'm a bit sleepy tonight, but when I wake up, I'm going DEFCON three on Jewish people. Yikes. So, yeah. And then he said, the funny thing is I actually can't be anti-Semitic because black people are actually Jews. Also, you guys have toyed with me and tried to blackball anyone who ever opposes your agenda. So that was a lot, but he also like, he talked a lot about the like white lives matter shirts and stuff. Again, he talked about, um, he brought Lizzo into it and was ah. like, yeah, I was talking about her. Keep my wife's name out your goddamn mouth. Right? Lizzo, don't you fucking touch Lizzo off fucking bus. I know. He, he, it said he was also fixated on the idea that, um, that blackness itself is an identity that black people need to distance themselves from, which is like so problematic. He also said, oh, this is what he said. Can I say something while you're, while you're gathering that? Like, yeah. when Kanye first burst onto the scene, right? Like, he was so pro-Black, pro-find-your-heritage. Yeah, totally. I, like, I will totally. never forget he Jay-Z and him yeah. and, and N-Words in Paris. Like, yeah. that, that was my jam. I'm not gonna lie. He said, um, I liked the parody, uh, yeah. not parody, but kind of parody song Niners in Paris, which was a big 49er song back in the day. Um, so it also said that um he accused the media of conspiring to keep uh Lizzo fat in order to promote clinically unhealthy lifestyles. He said <laughs> that um the people at the gap knew about the Uvalde mass shooting before it happened. At the gap? Yeah, and then it said a statement really like the clothing line, the clothing line, yeah, the gap. He is 
off the deep end but like and we've been saying that for a long time but now it's just like right and they scary. did say that he's in um some recent like contractual disputes with gap and then he also said that jared kushner was orchestrating middle east peace treaties in order to make money right. for himself Oh, Which isn't actually false. I mean, right. Made two hundred right. billion dollars off of it. Well, you said that's so what, the have you heard? I'm wondering if Stacy knows because I feel like this is something you would know. The adult <laughs> happy meals. Yeah. Yeah. Who's in collaboration with that? Is it Kanye? Um, hold on. No, it's um nope, not because I'm never getting another one. No, hold on. Right, because like, kind of want to boycott McDonald's if they Sometimes are, I say stuff I and I hope you all laugh and it doesn't happen. It's like everybody's like silent. So what would you say? I feel like sometimes I say stuff and I hope you all laugh and I'm no one laughs. So I'm like, well, this is like how it would be if I were to ever try stand up. So I'm glad I haven't tried it. Yet. <laughs> God, God damn. So the collaboration. So for anybody that doesn't know. A- McDonald's is doing adult Happy Meals right now, and the toys that they're giving out are not cool at all. They're just the toys that we used to get. It's like the um, the Hamburglar and oh. the purple guy. I can't think of his name. Oh, the so Nugget. Grimace. So, Grimace. Grimace, yeah. Grimace. The little Grimace. Nugget guy, but they have double eyes. They have two eyes, and then they have a second set of eyes above that, and that's the toy. So, so they're not it's a collab cool with Cactus Plant Flea Market which is like a sneaker apparel accessory. Swanee's rapper Swanty. There's no, there's no, it's Travis Scott. There's another guy too. Cause I remember I always get him confused with Kanye because I bought their CDs at the same time. And it's a guy that it's his like company or his collaboration too. And that's why it's the double eyes, not Travis Scott, but another well, Travis Scott also had a collaboration with Cactus Plant Flea Market. Um, as long as it's not Kanye, I'm good. I'll support McDonald's no, and go I don't buy my think bucket. So. Hold on. Okay. Cactus <laughs> Plant Flea Market is a name. Yeah. Yeah. They they usually sell stuff like at Coachella. I mean, what are you gonna do? And I was hoping when I first read the article, I was hoping that it would be, yeah, oh, we get artist. succulents in our adult Happy Meals. And then right. I read it and I was like, oh, <laughs> cactus plant flea market's you not going to so get excited cool toys. <laughs> for a cactus plant. Yes. That's really funny. <laughs> yeah. Not so much. Um, all right. What are you guys, what are you guys obsessed with? Um, so, oh, it's a, Sorry. So her name's Cynthia Liu, and she is a close member of Pharrell's circle. So, oh, it has, Pharrell, so yeah. it's related to Pharrell, at least. So I think you're probably... We're good. Fine. Okay. Yeah. Um, I've had so much stuff going on because I've been MIA for over a month. So rattling off, I went to my oldest um, Navy boot camp graduation. It was amazing. I went to my niece's wedding. It was amazing. Um, I got the new Jody Pico book. I'll do a review on it after I read it. It's called, um, Mad Bunny. Um, and will my send, daughter and will I, will you send me the, it's called Mad Bunny. You said, yeah, Okay. you can borrow it after I've done if you, or do you want the audible? I'm going <laughs> to listen to it at work. Yeah. yeah. Um, my daughter and I went and saw smile, which was really good. It had a lot of jump scares. It was one of the scarier movies I've seen lately, but I think it needs to be seen on the big screen. I don't think it would be as scary 
at home. Um, And there was something else, but I don't remember. So lots of obsessions, just lots of shit going on in the past. Oh, I have piglets again, of course. They're so cute though. (laughs) Yeah. So lots of stuff, lots of stuff. Stacey, let's go there. Aaron, what are you obsessed with? So I'm obsessed with a couple things. My first thing is Sharon Horgan. If you haven't watched her, loved her like I have in the last few weeks, I don't know what to tell you. Your life is severely lacking. Um, (laughs) Also, I'm going to make it sad for a minute and I might cry, but do it. So um, my stepfather passed away in August. I think I talked about this on a podcast. I don't know. Like the entire last few months have been a blur to me. But um, I went up to Indiana. Gail went with me um, for his memorial. And uh, the amount of stories I heard about just what a wonderful man he was, aside from just like the amazing father he was to me. Like he was just such a good dad. Like. I, you know, it's, it's very often you hear like, uh, he was my father, but he wasn't my dad or something like that. Like he was my dad, but he wasn't my father, like DNA. He wasn't my father, but he was my dad. And, uh, my, uh, skip, I called him skip. He, he taught me how to fucking hang dry drywall. He taught me how to mow lawn. He taught me how to, um, just change my tire, change my oil. Uh, you had a Kai. Huh? You had a Kai. It, literally, I did. I did. I had a Kai. And he was amazing. And I'm sitting at his memorial and I'm hearing all these stories about it. What a great man he was. And all of his neighbors loved him. And his neighbor ladies that were older women loved him. They thought he was just like the cutest guy. Like, they just talked about his blue eyes and his smile. And they talked about this time when um, his lady friend Pauline couldn't get a hold of him. And they called the two na- neighbor ladies and they converged in the middle and then headed to his house and walked in on him. And he was like, hey, ladies. And he's in his fucking boxer briefs. Like, Come on in, let's have a cup of coffee. And they all laughed about it. And I mean, he was just such a, an amazing guy. And I think about like my mom and how much she loved him and how she just had such a horrible marriage with my father. And, um, it's just really, really, really like just like a moment for me to think like, I know DNA wise, we come from people, right? Like we all come from these people that whatever they, an egg or a fucking splooge, whatever the fuck, like it's awful. being crass to try to be funny because I can't handle the crying but uh Skip became this father figure that I never wanted I did not want him but he became this dad that became so much to me and I just love him and I miss him so much and I just I just hope you all realize how important it is to love the people who love you like he loved me like he didn't have to he didn't need to but he did and like after skips memorial we we took my mom's ashes and his which was their wish which i don't know if anybody's ever been present for that conversation but 
when my mom was dying, which was the hardest thing I've ever been through in my whole life. My stepdad had me, we were on the front porch and we were talking, we were having one of those moments when you were like taking a break from this awful moment of like stress and sadness. And she was finally asleep for a minute and we were just sitting there talking and reminiscing and probably talking about what a fucking piece of shit brat I was when I was a kid. And he said to me, he said, you know, I just want you to know your mother when she passes would like to be cremated. And I was just like, okay, cool. And he said, and so would I. And I was just like, I don't want to fucking know about this right now, Skip. Like I'm, I'm mourning and I'm, I'm, I'm in this moment of like, I need to, I need to wrap my head around losing this parent before I wrap my head around losing you. And they wanted to be spread at the Indiana Dunes uh, National Lake Shore which I don't, not many people get up to Indiana. <laughs> like, I don't blame you. <laughs> but if you ever do, the Indiana Dunes National Lakeshore is, it's just absolutely gorgeous. And so after Skip's memorial, we took him and my mother's ashes and we spread them. We got the proper permits, Jackie. And we did everything <laughs> we were supposed to do. Like, we did what we were supposed to do. Like, but it was Followed so all the rules. We followed the rules because we're supposed but it was beautiful and it was just like this moment of like pure happiness like where I was like I'm so happy they're at peace and with each other but I'm also gonna miss them so much I'm a mess I'm really sorry that's all I'm obsessed with the end (laughs) mute me mute me for the love of God what am i supposed to say other than aaron we love you very much and you can be a mess and that's okay because we're all messes um and you're you're a favorite valid you are we have all cried on this podcast before one thousand percent we have um i don't think i have yeah that's probably accurate actually yeah (laughs) Don't the make rest me listen of us, to all 400 episodes. The rest of us have all cried on this podcast, just not Jackie. Um, I'm obsessed. I'm going to Disneyland this weekend, <laughs> even though I was just there like two weeks ago. I'm going to go back. It's your birthday. It is. It's my birthday on Sunday. So I'm going to take a little impromptu trip down to Disneyland. I did buy. I'm also obsessed. Nobody can see it with the shirt I'm wearing right now. I bought... Um, like uh, two sizes too big, giant, like tie-dye, Dumbo, like psychedelic looking. Um, it looks like somebody dropped acid and then designed a t-shirt. I'm really excited about it. I love it. Dumbo yeah. has a, a place in my heart. I know. Oh, just the softest. So brutal. Oh. I still haven't been able to watch the, the new Dumbo. No, Ooh. not doing it. Nope. I'm such a sucker for TV shows, movies, and commercials. Yeah, yeah. It really does have an, it has an okay ending. It has, it's fine. I mean, it's just, it's it's a sad. I'll tell you this. They don't make Disney movies like they used to, you know? (laughs) No, they were way sadder. (laughs) Yeah, they're not racist. Yeah, yeah, they're not racist. (laughs) 
yeah. <laughs> um, so there's that. What am I obsessed with? Okay, so if you guys have not watched the Netflix special by Eliza Schlesinger, mm-hmm. she does like elder millennial and stuff. She's very funny. She just had she has a new Netflix stand up special out called Hot Forever. It's only an hour. I have never seen a stand up cater only to women and it's fucking hilarious like from the trials and tribulations of wearing a bra to the first time a guy tries to take your bra off to being pro-choice to like it was so funny when I watch it because listen I don't get a lot of tv time on my own like let's be real I have a four-year-old that dominates the the television screen so I had an hour to kill and I love her like I love her love her she's so funny and she's so smart. Um, most people are familiar with her elder millennial special, but this one was, I was kind of nervous because you know, when comedians come back sometimes it, she's just had a baby, she's gotten married since her last special. Mm-hmm. Not that anything is wrong with that. I just wondered how much her act would change. Like yeah, how, her, yeah. yeah, how her perspective would have changed. I was more, I was worried that it wouldn't be such a female centric stand up mm-hmm. show and it 100% still is and she was so funny and she's so smart so i have to write it down who is it um eliza, eliza schlesinger yeah. and then when you're done with that one watch nick kroll's new special cuz that was also very good and very funny and he's not like a manly man so like it's yeah this one touched on like like uh I don't know she's just she's I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily call her liberal like does she have some like social liberal views 100% but she talks very much about like I'm a capitalist and I don't really care what you think about it and stuff and like and I really really enjoyed how she talked about the impact of social media like on our lives and how she was kind of like do you know how much courage it takes for a woman to post a picture of themselves online? And like you guys who go on there and are like, Hey, you're fat. And it's like she, the, the like diatribe she goes into about like, take your fucking little finger and keep scrolling. Like, it's just yeah. it's very funny. Um, she's one of the only female stand-up comedians. That, well, probably the only, she knows men are in her audience, but she's talking solely to women. And it's, mm-hmm. you just don't see that very often. And she's legitimately hilarious, like super, super funny. Straight woman, mm-hmm. like she talks a lot about being married to a dude and penises and stuff, but it's, it's, it's worth it. It's very, it's very, very, very funny. Um, so that's probably, listen, I, don't ha- I have a four-year-old. I don't have a lot going on in my life right now. We went to Pinecrest last week. And I think we hit one of Lincoln's growth spurts while we were there because he was um, a nightmare. Uh, (laughs) If you were to ask him, he would tell you he had a very good time. He had a very enjoyable trip. (laughs) He had no issues. However, (laughs) it was not the same experience for my wife and I (laughs) who- Politely disagree. (laughs) Yeah, hard hard disagree. (laughs) Who just like he- I don't know, for those of you that have kids, if you're familiar, like the little kind of stages they go through when they're like, 
any little thing can set off their independence. Like he has just started wearing boxer briefs. So he thinks he's a very big boy so compared to the fucking four-year-old. That they he are so cute. The tiniest oh. little boxer briefs. <laughs> he has little boxer briefs on that are actually like tiny. He looks like a tiny little man. He looks like if you took a grown man and shrunk him all the way down and gave him a shitload it's more so attitude. Cute. That is my kid. So he has a very like, no, I'm a big kid now, but he's still very much not. And so he was just, uh, we asked him, we're like, did you actually have a good time this weekend? Because we spent like the whole three days just like yelling at him to fucking pay attention. This kid walked up. So one of the cool state parks, uh, if you go up near Pinecrest, uh, it's called Columbia State Park. And everything is set up there like it was in 1849 when the, the gold rush happened here in California and all those miners and and um immigrants came uh, to search for gold to to try and make their mark so there's a candle dipping station stuck his whole damn hand in the candle wax and then was surprised that it hurt after we spent five minutes prepping him to not fucking touch the candle wax so it was just stuff like that where we're like i don't know what to tell you you're an idiot but you can't say that to a four-year-old because I'm like, right. the, the therapy bills right. will be astronomical when he's an adult. I'm not going to do that. And Kira's just like, first word was hot because I kept telling her, don't touch that. It's hot. So she took, finally said hot. And I was like, yes, stop touching shit. <laughs> so we took him <laughs> in this candy store. So there's a candy store there that like they make their own candy the way they would back then. And it's delicious, right? This little fucker. He's got to touch everything. He's got to put shit in his mouth. He's got to run around, put his face on things like shit that is just not socially. We live in a, we live in a society (laughs) and you can't behave that way in a civilized society. He doesn't care. He just, he, he ran amok. I am 100% certain there were people looking at us last weekend. Like we were the worst parents that have ever existed. And if you know anything about being a gay couple with a kid, you need to be above board right? Like you, it, it feels like you have to prove all the time that you, you deserve to have this child that you clearly paid too much money to have in your life and continue to pay too much money to keep out of therapy. And yours just just wouldn't listen. Did not give a fuck. Like just when you picture running a muck, that was my kid last weekend, just running the fuck out of a muck. Like I get that feeling so much because as teen parents, you yeah. also have something yeah. huge to prove that you're not raising yeah. a little terrible human. Right. And you're like, who the fuck do you think you are right now? Yep. Like, I will, I will fucking I will end you. End you. <laughs> <laughs> the shit that I say now, I know we joke about that, but I'm like, oh my God, my parent, I was awful as a kid. <laughs> and I know like instinctively. He's not, cause I don't, I remember going on trips when I was little and I just remember like where we went. I don't remember if I was good or bad. Yeah. I don't remember if I threw a meatball across the room. Like, I don't remember any of that stuff, but I remember going. So I know none of the other like things are going to matter to him, but I swear to God, I swear to God, that kid tested my damn patience this week. Doesn't that make you want to thank your parents and say, sorry. <laughs> I'm not that big of a person. No. <laughs> no, because you know what? I don't know if I was bad or good because I don't remember any of that. But this kid, yeah. Man, plus, you don't know what their parenting there was like. There were probably there times where fault. you were, and it makes you have to go to your parents and say, "I get it now. My bad." This kid <laughs> made questionable decisions for three straight days. Three straight days, he was living on the edge, living his best fucking life. And I, I ooh, Lord, <laughs> he was testing my goddamn patience. I'll tell you what. But yeah, but on the flip 
on the flip side, it's a beautiful place to visit. Sure. And I would have liked to have seen it. Lovely, yeah. lovely. Instead of chasing the maniac into God knows where. He can't believe he stuck his whole hand in the candle wax. In the candle wax. Uh, Pinecrest Lake is very, very low right now because in case you haven't heard, like um, California is suffering a severe, severe drought. Yeah, so there's just a Aaron bunch of mud. taking all the water over where, there. Yeah. So there's a bunch of mud. This kid... And I don't care if my kid plays in mud. Like, he's a kid. Let him play in mud. But he's throwing mud at other people. Oh, <laughs> like an asshole. If Aaron and I were there, we would have as far away as humanly We possible. have put we a lot of time and effort into making sure he's not an asshole. And he's just acting like we let him do He's acting like he's a free-range kid. He's not a free-range kid. He has ranges. He has ranges that have been established and set up and, and that we govern. Oh my God. He was embarrassing. But I will say this, the place that we stayed at. So it was this little condo. It was fucking adorable, adorable. It's like they dropped this condo in this little like redwood area with pine trees and stuff. And we can rent the whole place out for like 600 bucks so we're gonna have to talk about that later yeah because it has a house and two different condos or three different condos so it's nice because you know how when we all go places together we kind of end up like on top of each other this and like each and I are in a house away from everybody and no one talks to us the whole time that's yeah good. that's great <laughs> so we're gonna have to have more Aaron conversations and I went about on that. our own vacation yeah. so all that to say if you saw you. me screaming at my kid last weekend I try really hard not to be a bad parent. My wife is not a bad parent. We're doing the best we can. You just have a bad kid. We have I, a bad kid. He's like not a bad kid. I'm kidding. I feel like Lex is always doing the best. Jackie, you're just kind of like, I'm trying. <laughs> Lex is an amazing parent yeah. and I am doing my best. Right. <laughs> Lex is like, I'm always the best. And you're like, I'm fucking Yeah, trying. 100% true. Lex is born to be a mom. I am hanging on by my fingernails. But also, also, I just want to add this just so people at home don't think that I'm like, Jackie's not, no, Jackie's a very good mom. I'm not as good of a mom as Lex. But it's kind of like that idea that like, I'm a good mom because I need to be. Not because (laughs) I am. Like, that's me. Oh, Erin. No, I'm with Oliver. Like, I'm a good grandma because I need to be. Not because I am. I do not have the, uh, you know, what's interesting though. When Lex starts losing her patience with him, I seem to gain more patience. That's like I am much, I'm much, I'm much with, with him and stuff when she starts, because Lex rarely freaks out. Like it's, mm-hmm. if she's hitting her limit, some, she's really stressed out. She's tired. She's whatever. I find a significant amount of patience for Lincoln shenanigans when Lex starts oh. getting real stressed out. So yeah, we do balance each other out that way. And it, I'm not a better parent than Lex. Lex is hands down a better parent than me, but I, I do find it easier to be calmer and more patient. Isn't that Lex weird? Is not. Yeah. That happens to us too. When Lex left for the Navy and Kai cried, I had not a tear in my face. And really? that's very abnormal for me because that's I had to be the strong I one. I would have assumed a lady. I know, that's me neither. Yeah, you Lex, gotta be strong for the other person. It's weird. 
Yeah, it's weird how it just, and it wasn't like an intent, it's not an intentional thing. No, nope, it just, just happened. Yeah. Like there was a point on this last weekend trip that I was like, I have to, I have to go sit outside and be away from him for a minute <laughs> because I, like he was so, and he wasn't even being bad. He just wasn't listening to anything. Like he was yeah. running, it was stressful because he was running into streets, like just doing whatever <laughs> Lincoln. It was like yes day for Lincoln. Like we're invisible and I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want all goddamn weekend. And like I, different things set Lex and I off, which is probably a good thing. But I set out back for like 20 minutes and I was like, I need, gonna meditate I need a, fucking a little break. Yeah. <laughs> because I try really hard not to just lose my shit on him because he's four. Right. Like, right. <laughs> he doesn't know that he's being fucking annoying. <laughs> I think he does. Oh, okay. I mean, <laughs> I was trying to get I don't think he always now. knows, but I think last weekend, because we had like several talks about like, mm-hmm. Lincoln, we're not trying to be jerks to you. We're not like trying to stop your fun. We're trying yeah. to stop you from running into traffic and hurting yeah. yourself. Yeah. So I don't know. It was a, it was a hell of a weekend. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I mean, he's, a, he's a good kid overall. He's just, He's going, kids are funny, man. They go through different spurts. Like you never know what's over. And I've never done this before. I, I don't, right. I don't fucking know what's next or like what happens or. Right. This know. is your first go round. Yeah. It this doesn't is end. His first, yeah. It's his first time doing this. It's my first time doing it. Like yeah. cool if we can cut, if I could just have a conversation and be like, could you cut me some slack? Cause I don't know what the fuck to do. Right. And it doesn't end when, when you have a 16 year old brand new driver, that's your first time having a new driver in the car. Like it, it does not end. Do not stress me out already. All right. He's four. (laughs) I got it. I have 12 years to ponder what that will look like. So, okay. It gets better. It gets better. All that to say, all you can do is your best all the time. And I can genuinely say, even when I know I fall short, I'm still doing the best I can in that moment. And I think that's all any of us can do at any given time. Cause your best is going to fluctuate. Sometimes you're only giving 20% and sometimes you're giving 80%, but it's always the best you can give. And that's all you can expect from people too. Like sometimes if you're only getting 50% of someone that, and you know, they can give you more, maybe that's all they have right now. So yeah, that's, that's uh, yeah, my kid fucking who, but have you seen his little haircut recently? <laughs> oh, oh my God. He's so cute. His like cute little boxer brace. I don't even like kids and I like Lincoln. Like he's like turning into this tiny man. Yeah. Mm. It's very weird. And I have to do, I have to tell everyone this. He has very wide feet. He is shaped like his mom. <laughs> so he's like, he's got these real short wide feet. So I had to buy him hush puppies because we bought him vans. We bought him all this stuff and they were giving him blisters. And I thought he was going to be embarrassed because hush puppies are hideous. I think I make him cuter, but they're the only thing in his size that they make wide. He thinks he's the coolest kid on the fucking block. And I, <laughs> I love that like zero, like social awareness at that age where they're like, yes. this is what I like, this is what I'm into. And I don't care what anyone thinks. Yeah. Like, yes. It's my favorite it's thing best. about little kids. So I'll end it on a positive note about Lincoln. He loves he loves himself some hush puppies, even though he looks like a total dweeb. (laughs) That's it for us this week, guys. Um, Make good choices and have the best weekend available to you. Yeah.
I'm really sorry. Yeah. I sound like a bitch. That's okay. You're allowed to. I'm going to go peer pressure Stacy into volunteering at the polls because she said she'd do it with me. So okay. we'll catch you on the flip side. Okay. Bye. Bye, Bye mom. Fierce Fan Media.